We're learning now, we're beginning the bottom of Yudgimel Aleph. So we said, there's such a thing as Chashmal. My Chashmal, right at the bottom of Yudgimel Aleph. What's Chashmal? Amr of Yehuda, it's Chayos Eish Memalalais. It's Chayos, it's Malachim that talk fire. When they speak, fire comes out of their mouths. B'masnitatan in the Braisa, it says, the word Chashmal is made of two words, Itim Chashos, Itim Memalalais. Sometimes, they are silent, chashais. Other times, mimalis, they speak. When are they silent? When do they speak? When words are coming from the mouth of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, chashos. Then the chashmal are silent. When no dibur is coming out of the mouth of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so these chashmal are mimalis, they're speaking. Now the Pasuk says, the chayos are running and Coming right back, Kimari have Bezek like a crack, like, well, we'll have to see what Bezek is. My Ratzo Veshov, what does it mean, Ratzo Veshov? Amr of Yudah, it's like, Ar, Ka'ar Hayotimi Piakivishan, like fire that leaps out of a furnace. It sort of leaps out and, and it, like, goes back. So these Malachim, they sort of leap out like that burst of a flame and they're back. My Kimari have Bezek, what does it mean? It's like the appearance of Bezek. Amr of Yudah, Bar Chanina it's like the fire that comes out from between the cracks in the in the clay. In other words, Rashi explains when they would purify gold, they would cover over the gold as it was burning with some kind of a clay uh, cover, and it has holes in it, and the flames flare out through those holes. So that's like through those cracks. Now the Pasuk says, says, and I saw... There's a storm wind coming from the north. Anan gadol, great big cloud. And fire is gathering together. saviv, and there's a glowing light sort of around it. and from within it, There's something like this chashmal from within a fire. So what is this? And and where is it going? What is this? So obviously this is. Malachim, this is Rafim, Chayas, whatever, and it's going with the Shlichus. What's the Shlichus? This is going, this is the heavenly force that's going to conquer the entire world under Nebuchadnezzar Rasha, meaning on this planet, Nebuchadnezzar Rasha is waging war. This is the Kayach that's going and enabling him to conquer the world. And why so much? In other words, why is the Rabbi Shalaylam sending all of these Kaychis Malachim to bring the world under Nebuchadnezzar's rule? What did he do to deserve it? So the reason is, the reason is so that the Umas Ha'ilam, the nations of the world, shouldn't say, Nobody should say, who handed over his children to the hands of a lowly nation. So in order for Nebuchadnezzar to be able to conquer Kla Yisrael, he has to first conquer the entire world. He has to be a mighty nation, and Kadosh doesn't give over Kla Yisrael to, uh, to a weakling. Amar Kadosh but Kadosh said here, Who caused me that I should serve these Ovdei Pesilim? Nebuchadnezzar is an idol worshiper, and I'm serving him, I'm sending my Malachim to give him the, the victory in battle. And who was Garim all this? Yisrael, the sins of Klal Yisrael, him Garimuli, they caused it. Now the Pasuk also says, And I saw Yechezko sees Hachayos, he sees the Chayos in the Shemaim, and there's an Ofan, which is a kind of a Malach, on the ground, 
and he's eight Salachayas. So it's interesting. There's an Ofen, he's Ba'aretz, but he's also eight Salachayas. Now the Achayas are in the Shemayim, but the Ofen is Ba'aretz. Some Rabbi Lazar, it's Malach Echad, it's one enormous Malach. Shu Omin Ba'aretz, Vereshim Igiyah, He's standing on the ground, but his head reaches the uh, the highest in the Shemaim. Masnitatana, and the Brisa explains it more. The Brisa says Sandalfein Shmuel. The name of this Malach is Sandalfein. Hagavoya mechaver of Malachomish Mirshana, and he's five hundred years taller than all of his friends, all the other Malachim. That's how he's able to stand on the ground, and his head reaches the Shemaim. What does he do? He stands behind the Merkava, behind the throne, the chariot of the Rabbi Nishlaylam. V'kosher kesarim lekono. And he is tying crowns on the head of his creator, whatever that means. Amy, is that so? Is it possible to say that there's a malach who's koisha ksarim on the head of the Rabbi Nishlai? Doesn't it say, Baruch Kavayt Hashem Mimakaymai? That when the malachim are praising the Kaddish Baruch Hu, they say, Baruch Kavayt Hashem Mimakaymai from its place. That means the malachim are not standing ever in the place of the Rabbi Nishlai. They're standing away and they're saying that it's. Blessed, the covenant of Hashem in its place. Mechlal, so the implication is, the place of the Rabbi Shalom, no one knows where it is, not even the Malachim. So how could he be standing there, tying crowns in his head? So Gemara says he's not there. The Amar Hashem, he's somewhere else. He says the Shem Hashem atag on the crown. Shemais, v'azal v'yasibiration. Then the crown goes and sits on its own on the head of the Rabbi Shalom Kaviyach. Amar Rav says, Kol Yeshaya. Everything that Yechezkel saw in his Nevoah, everything about the Merkava of the Rabbi Nishlam, Yeshaya saw it also. And Rashi basically explains that what's going on here is Yechezkel, the, the Gemara is coming to explain in Sefer Yechezkel, there's a great elaboration about the Merkava, the Maisa Merkava. And in Sefer Yeshaya, it's written, you know, somewhat, but not in great detail. So you might think that Yechezkel saw more than Yeshaya. So Rabbi says, no, whatever Yechezkel and Avi saw, Yeshaya saw as well. So why is much more written about it in Yechezkel? Lema Yechezkel, then what's Yechezkel like? Leben Kfar, he's like a villager. A villager, Shorah Samelech, he one time saw the Melech. He comes and sees the Melech, it's such a Chiddush, it's all news to him. So when he tells it over, he tells over all the details. Lema Yeshaya, then what's Yeshaya like? Leben Krach, he's a city dweller, Shorah Samelech, he's the king. It's not a Chiddush, he sees the Melech all the time, so when Yeshaya tells it over, he doesn't focus on all the details, it's not such a Chiddush. Amrish Lakish, which Lakish says, what does it mean when we say in Az Yashir, Ashira la Hashem ki ga'oga? I'm going to sing to Hashem, let's sing to Hashem ki ga'oga. Ga'oga, the double ocean of greatness. Shira, let me, let's sing to the one, Shemizgoa al game. He is higher than the highest ones. Domremar, because it says that Melech Shabachayas, the king of all the Chayas in this world, the, the wild animals, is the Ari. Right? The lion is the king of the animals. Melech Shabbos, who's the king of the domesticated animals? The shore, the ox. Melech Shabbos, who's the king of the birds, the nesher, the eagle, or the vulture? V'adam is Gualeim, and a human being, he is higher than all of them. Now, Rashi says, these are what is on the throne of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's a lion, there's a shore, there's a nesher, and there's an Adam. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is Gual Kulim, so Kaddish Baruch Hu, he's higher than all of them. He's sitting on the throne that's comprised of them. And hence, he's sitting over the whole world, because they are sort of the kings between them, of all the different uh, things in the world. One Pasuk says, It's referring to Surafim, different Taifanim, different Malachi, basically. And it says that the image of their face, there's four images there. Pnei Adam, Pnei Aryeh, Larbatam. There's the face of an Adam, and there's the face of a, of a lion. 
for all there's four of them. So it says all four of them have four faces. They all have the face of an Adam, they all have the face of a lion, Upneshar, Miasmal, about then on the left side of them they have the face of a shar, and then it says they have the Pnainash, the face of an eagle. Okay, so so between them they have the face of an Adam, of an Aryeh, of a Shar, and of a Nasher. Like we said before, like the Kisar Kavad. Even it also says, it says also, regarding the same Molachim or other Molachim, we would assume that it should be the same thing. But it's different, it says, one of them is faces the face of a Kruv. The other one's face is Adam. The other one is Aryeh. The face of a Nasher. Four faces. But here, Ilu Shar, like a Hashem, doesn't list the Shar. So in the first. Pasuk, it talks about the fourth face being the Pnei Ashar. Here it talks about the fourth face being the Pnei Akrov. What happened? Omri Shlakish, Shlakish explains, Yechez Kobiki Shalav Rachamim, he was mispalal, he banned, he asked the for mercy, he turned the face of the Shar into the Kruv. The Shar represents Din, and the Rebbein turned it to Kruv, that represents Rachamim. How did this happen? Amr the Fani Yechezko said to the Rebbein Shalim, Kategor Yasis, the Kategor, the prosecutor, the shar, that was the, right, the, the eagle was a shar. And could that prosecutor, the one who's prosecuting Klai Yisrael, could he be the defender? These malachim need to be the senegar, the defender of Klai Yisrael. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, my kruv, what's this kruv? One of the faces turned from being the face of the shar to the face of the kruv. What's a kruv? So the Gemara says, Amr Biavo, karavi, like a face of a child. She came to Bavel, currently in Nuka, Ravya, because in Bavel, in Aramaic, they'd call a child a Ravya. So, Keravya, like a child. Only Avpapala Abaye, so Avpapala said to Abaye, if it's the face of a child, Alamiyata. So then when it says in the Pasuk, Dixiv, Pneyachad, Pneyakruv, Pneyashani, Pneyadam. Right? It says the face of one of them, one face is like the Kruv, one face is like an Adam. Bashlishi, the third face, Pneyarye, Ravi, Pneyasher, Hainu Pneyakruv, Hainu Pneyadam. It's the same thing. In other words, what's the difference between the Pneyakruv? Which is a young child and the Pnei Adam, which is also a human being. The Gemara says, well, the difference is Api Ravravi, a big face, meaning an adult face. Vapri Zutri, another one, is a small face, meaning a child face. That's the difference. They're both human faces. One's the child of the face of an adult, and one's the face of a child. Okay, Kazavachlan, one Pasuk says regarding Mulachim Sheish Kinafayim, Sheish Kinafayim Liachad. They have, each one of them has six wings. The Kasavachalim, another Pasuk says, Varba Panim Leachas, they have four faces, like we said before. Varba Knafayim Leachas Lehem, and also they have only four wings. So do they have, Malachim, do they have six wings, or do they have four wings? The Gemara says, like, gosh, it's not fair. It depends. Kaim is minus the base of English, Kayim. Here it's talking when the base of English is Kayim, they have six wings. Kaim is minus the same base of English, Kayim. Here where they have four wings, that's when there's no base of English. What's the idea? Kaviachal, it's it's as though Shinismatu Kanviachayos. In other words, in the Khurban, the Malachim are not the same Malachim. They have reduced Kayach, they have less wings. Now Haiminayimid, which wings are they missing? Which wings are uh, are not there? Amrav Khananalamrav, Aisan Sha'imra Shirvan, the wings that they say shir with, that they sing with. What do you mean the wings that they sing? Well, Ksivach says in the Pasakhuvishtayim Ya Ofaif. That's the end of one Pasak with two wings. The Pasak describes what the Malach does with the wings. And it says, with two, it flaps when it flies. And the next pasuk begins, they call out and they say, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. So the fact that Yaofev is next to this implies that the, the wings that it flies with, that it flaps to fly, it also sort of makes music with them. Maybe it's like the beat of music, but with those wings, it makes music, it sings Shira. Because even it also says, literally that pasuk means, you know, blink your eyes and it's gone. But we can read it, Hasaif, the, the wings that it flies with, 
right? Your eyes see it, it's there, and then it's gone, the wings of flying were taken away. The Rabbanit say, no, it's the, it's the wings that the Malach covers his feet with those wings. Those are the wings that were taken away. What's the Rayash? It says in the Pasuk, their feet, the feet of the Malachim, it's like one straight foot, meaning they have two feet, but they appear to be like one foot because they're together. Well, if not that the wings were taken away, how did Yechezkel know? So the way Yechezkel knew is the wings that were covering him were gone. So Gemara says, what do you mean? Maybe they were revealed. In other words, the wings opened up, they flapped open, and he saw. Because we're not going to say that, that it happens that the wings open up and reveal what they're covering. When it says, it says that the image of their face is like the face of a man. Are you going to say that the wings there are gone? I mean, the Malach only lost two wings. It didn't lose all of its wings. So how could it be that he saw the face and he knew that it was a Pnei Adam? El Diglaya. The face was revealed and he saw what it was. So to the feet, Diglai, the feet were revealed, the wings opened up. And he saw it. So how do you know that the wings were actually taken away? So the Gemara says, no, 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 it's not a kasha. It's not, can't compare that. Because Bishlam, Bishlam, if you're talking about the face, it's their charetz to reveal the face before the master. If the Malach is standing before the Rabbi Nishleilam, of course, He's going to open up his wings to show his face. It's not respectful to have your face covered. But kari, but the feet. There, it's not there. It's reveal your feet. And if the feet were revealed, it must be because there were no wings to cover the feet because they were lost after Churban Abbas. One Pasuk says, A thousands of thousands are Mishamishim, meaning millions of Malachim are Mishamishim. And tens of thousands of tens of thousands, right? Billions of malachim stand before him. So that means that there's a number. It's a great big number, but there's a number. But then there's another passage that says, Is there a number to his troops, meaning to the malachim that serve him? So is there a number or is there no number? Like Hash, it's not fair. The passage that gives a number, sorry, the passage that gives no number. Is Bizban Shabbos Mikdash Kaim. Kaan, the Pasuk that gives a number, that's Bizban Shain Bizban Mikdash Kaim. Kavayachal, again, it's as though Shani Smite and Mayashamal, the heavenly court, and all of the Malachim there was reduced as less servants, less Malachim in the base in the in the, in the Shamayim, Kavayachal, in the Zman of the Khurban. Tiny, the Gmarbings of Braisa. Rabbi Aimir Mishuma Bhesa and Dusai, it says in the Pasuk, Ella Falafi Nisham Shunay, and he says that which it says that there's a thousand, thousand, meaning a million Malachim serving him. That's misbar gedud echad. That's a number of malachim in one battalion of malachim, one group. But with the gedud by misbar, but to the gedudim, in other words, how many battalions are there? There's no number. So in that way, we can be yashid psukim. Within each one, there's millions. There's a million. But how many of those millions are there? There's an unlimited number. He says a different shot. He says elaf alafin yisham shundei. The pasuk that talks about there being a million and then ten thousand of ten thousand serving him. That's the Nahar Dinar. That's referring to Nahar Dinar. There's a place, there's something, a river of dinar, fire, Nahar Dinar, the river of fire, and there's some kind of something in the Shemaim called Nahar Dinar. And there you have this number of Malachim. So, altogether, what's being Rishamashalim in Misbar. But in this place, coming from this place, then there's a number. So, you know, like it says, Nahar Dinar, Nagate Vinafek Mikadamoi, Nahar Dinar is flowing and coming out from before him. And and then it says thousands of thousands are serving him there, 
Rebbe Rivan Karmaikumun and tens of thousands of tens of thousands are standing before him. All right. Where is this river of fire coming out from? It's coming from the sweat of the Chayas HaKadosh. That sweat produces this Nahar Dinar. Where is it pouring? Where is the river of fire pouring? Where is it flowing to? It's pouring onto the heads of the Rishayim and Gehenim. It's like it says, the storm of Hashem, it's this hot, fiery river, Yatsa going out, Vesarim Yischolol, and it's a storm swirling like a tornado, while Rosh Rishayim Yachul, and it's going to come down on top of the heads of the Rishayim. Rav Achav Yaakov, he says a different shot. You know where this river is flowing? Alasher Kumtu. It's falling on the heads of those who were Kumtu. Kumtu means literally they were decreed, and it says, it's referring to what the Gemara says in Hashem, like it says, Asher Kumtu, it was decreed upon them that they were taken before their time. And Rashi explains, the Gemara is going to explain right now, that there was supposed to be 900, there was supposed to be a thousand dollars before the Torah was given, and Lamaise, there was only 26 dollars before the Torah was given, so 974 dollars, they were sort of cut off, and that's what it's referring to. Asher kumtu v'loeis, the ones who were cut off from the world before their time came, Nahar Yutzak Yisodam, this river, the Nahar Dinar, is flowing down to their uh, foundations. Tanya the Garbings of Bryce like this, Amr Rabbi Shimon Achasid, Eilat Tashamayit, Vishivim Varba Dairais, Shakumtu Lihibarais, Kaidem Shinivra Ailam, Vulain Nivru. These are the 976 Dairais that it was Nigzar. They should have been created before, in other words, from before the Bria Asylum was Nigzar, they were going to be created. And in the end, they weren't Nivra. And we'll have to see what happened to them.